0: Attorney at County Law Karen Cuddy joins us now. Uh, Good morning, Karen. Let's talk first about this police tragedy and uh, they've arrested the straw buyer in this case. Talk about what that is and the law there.
1: Well, there are state and federal laws that say that when you buy a gun, you have to fill out a form that says that you're not going to give it to somebody else. And it's pretty extensive, and it's very important. And a lot of people fill these things out, maybe not thinking too much about Uh, the ramifications but signing that knowing you're going to give it or sell it to somebody else is a huge crime it's a felony and it can do up to 10 years in jail for it and you better believe that the prosecutors are going to go after this guy given the notoriety of this case and probably send him to jail for as long as uh as long as they can
0: there was a female in the car who has not been charged is it possible prosecutors will eventually charge her and what w- what would what would make her culpable
1: the more I read in the press about what happened, it looked like she was compliant. So when the police came to the car, she listened to what they said and did what they said to do. So, uh, you know, if she had access to the gun or she knew they were going to commit a crime that day, they could probably uh, charge her with some sort of conspiracy, but I don't think we have those facts. I think that this was not a crime in the commission. This was a crime that happened, you know, when the police officers walked away, it wasn't like they were going to rob a bank or they, he came back from robbing a bank. So my guess is that she's going to be a witness against uh, the two boys, the two men, and, uh, and and she's probably not going to be charged.
0: Let's talk for a minute about the R. Kelly trial. Jury selection is starting, and it's uh, RICO violations that he's being charged with. What does that mean, and what do prosecutors need to prove here?
1: need to prove that there was an enterprise and that he was basically the center of the enterprise. And his, it, what they're saying is that it was basically uh, sex trafficking, and he had a system where he had other people go out and find these girls, and then he would take them in, and, and he would abuse them, and he would brainwash them, and he had other people help him do these things. And so basically it it's sort of the same thing as organized crime, where you have a, a drug ring or a prostitution ring, and they're just using it in a kind of an interesting and creative way with R. Kelly.
0: In uh, the case of uh, Andrew Cuomo now, can criminal charges be brought uh, the question is when does sexual harassment turn into a crime
1: Generally, when it goes into the touching mode. So just words generally aren't going to be a crime unless they're really, really threatening in nature. But once you start groping and grabbing, uh, those that can, that can that can be a battery. It can be sexual abuse. Uh, it could be forcible touching is what they call it in New York. And that can be a, a misdemeanor or a felony. My guess is that it would probably just be a misdemeanor, which would... Uh, lead to at least uh, probably lead to one year in jail at the very most
0: as someone who has represented um, victims and also uh, alleged perpetrators here uh, what are your thoughts on this case
1: well i just i'm always amazed bob that another man in power uh, have to do this kind of stuff if this is true, right? I, you know, you just always think to yourself, don't we all know that in the Me Too generation, you just don't do this kind of thing? But, you know, when you study the sociology of it, you see men in power who feel entitled to do these kinds of things. It's not about awkward social dating skills. A lot of people think, oh, he could have anyone he wants. Why would he be doing this? That's not the point. It's not even about sex. It's about wielding power over people who he perceives to be inferior or in a subservient position and for some reason he gets joy and pleasure out of it otherwise he wouldn't do it but again uh, another another career that's going to be damaged, if not destroyed, because of it.
0: When you hear uh, Cuomo and others have said this, too, that, uh, well, they have learned, and it's a generational thing, and uh, I, I know better now, you wonder, well, wait a minute, the Me Too movement didn't start yesterday, you know, <laughs> and, and these a lot of these charges are not from 10 years ago, are they?
1: No, and, and, and you're right, but the the, the psychologists will tell you that men like this don't get it. They don't get that what they did was offensive. They can't be empathetic. They can't say to themselves, even a, even a guy like Cuomo, who's got three daughters, right? So you can't I mean, how can he not put himself in his daughter's shoes and say, I wouldn't want some man, you know, grabbing my butt? Uh, you know, it's just lack of empathy, lack of sympathy, and just the inability to just understand that what he's doing is wrong and harmful.
0: The uh, Ben Zobrist divorce trial is uh, starting, and uh, what is, what is this second suit all about that uh, Ben Zobrist filed?
1: Yeah, he sued the minister who was supposedly the marriage counselor, and we wouldn't see this in Illinois because it's more like an alienation of affections lawsuit, which is an old kind of a you know, old-fashioned lawsuit that you could bring against somebody who broke up your marriage. Uh, and you could say, because you had an affair with my wife, I'm going to blame you for my divorce. Uh, we don't have that anymore. It's a strange uh, uh, it's a strange civil action. But in Tennessee, they still have that on the book. So that's what he's doing. He's suing this guy saying, you broke up my marriage, which was otherwise good, and I'm going to hold you accountable for it.
0: Now, uh, as I understand it, uh, Juliana Zobris did admit in a, in a previous filing that she got a disposable phone in June of 2019 and used it to communicate communicate with this with this guy, and then threw the phone away in an airport in New York. And also, when she got a new phone, after changing service providers, uh, it, it allowed her to get rid of her phone that contained the uh, nude photos and text messages that she had sent to uh, uh, Pastor Yon. So yeah, that's pretty damaging, isn't it?
1: Well, it's damaging in Tennessee because fault is still an issue there, and, and the judge can use that to uh, to, to lower her maintenance award, her, her support. In Illinois, adultery, all of this stuff, any of this stuff would not even be relevant. The judge wouldn't even listen to it. Lawyers don't even bring it up because it's irrelevant. You know, who, who is at fault in cheating? Um, it, because it is what it is. The support is the same in Tennessee. Oh, it's very different. The judge can t- can definitely hold that against
0: her. Karen Cotty, she's on WGN Sunday afternoon with more on all of this. Always a lot to talk about. Thanks, Karen. We'll yeah. talk to you here next Wednesday morning.
1: Take care, Bob.